What's up, everybody? My name is David E.J. Berger. You can find me at Carl Jr. on Twitter. And welcome to Training Camp Dialed In. I'll be featuring phone calls with NFL writers and reporters from the actual sidelines of camp, getting their first-hand accounts of the action from a fantasy perspective. This is the place to be all month long, so you need to subscribe to the Fantasy Authority feed, the exclusive home of the super short-run, super niche, it's super essential podcast for the month of August. And we are back. We are back. Tick, tick, tick. The clock is ticking down. Until you were on the clock, it's so close to go time, people. It might have already been go time. And your less serious leagues or leagues that, you know, maybe you feel some kind of way about. But your main home leagues, they hate it. They hate drafting before all the preseason games are played. They, they don't want to risk injury. Your keeper deadlines are probably just happening now if you're in a keeper league. A lot of you guys wait till the night before kickoff. It's so close. That's why you need information like you're going to get on today's show. This episode is critical to your draft. Today, we're talking about the Denver Broncos. Javante, Sutton, Russ. I'm not saying let's ride. Not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Let's ride. Oh, I did it. Dang it. Jerry Judy is on this team. These guys have their own stands, their own narratives, their own takes out there, but you need the real deal. Information from someone that's had eyes and ears at camp all month, and that's exactly what you're getting today. I dialed up Zach Stevens. You can find him at Zach Stevens DNVR on Twitter. He's the Denver Broncos beat reporter for DNVR Broncos and DNVR Sports. Chances are, if you're a degen that listens to this podcast, you've been scouring the timeline looking for information and you know this guy zach he's one of the best in the biz this is exciting he's about to deliver the definitive guide to the 2022 denver broncos what are we waiting for let's bring him on ladies and gentlemen zach stevens hey there hey zach what's going on how are you i'm doing great how are you i am doing great thank you so much for talking to me uh, once again we get so much information from you that, that's helped our draft every year and uh, i really can't thank you enough for taking the time to, to speak with me uh, year after year oh of course absolutely i enjoy being on all right zach well normally we talk a little earlier in camp but I, i've purposely waited to hit you up to now when it's it's essentially go time zach i mean drafts are happening and i wanted to have a lot of data in because this is a team with a lot of decision points for drafters let's start with this offense as a whole toss out last year and we're going to dig into this year new head coach nathaniel hackett what are they putting together in terms of scheme formations uh are, they, are you seeing a lot of three wide two tight end look you know how is this offense coming together in denver and and how much should we expect uh, of what we saw in Green Bay transferring over, you know, with Hackett moving from Green Bay to Denver. Yeah, we're seeing everything. And we're seeing a lot of two tight ends. We're seeing a lot of three receivers. Typically, there's always someone in the backfield, but occasionally we're seeing five wide out sets. We're seeing guys, we're, we're seeing so many different formations. And what this Broncos offense is going to be is it's going to be a mix of what we saw in Green Bay last year and what Russell Wilson likes to do. So uh, a lot of movement with the offense a lot of movement with the quarterback because that's what russ brings and it's going to be uh it should be a very fun offense 
Russell Wilson is obviously you know a huge acquisition, and I think that people forget his best season was actually only two years ago when he uh, had just over 4,200 yards passing, 40 touchdowns uh, on 550 attempts. He also rushed for over 500 yards uh, to get that rushing floor. Uh, like I said, people might forget that. So it seems like he should be good to go here in Denver. I'm going to skip saying let's ride. I'm not going to say it, Zach. I'm not going to say let's ride. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Um from, from what you've seen, uh, what should we expect from Russ? You know, is he going to cook, as they say, uh, this year? <laughs> you know what? Nathaniel Hackett is going to let Russ cook like no other this year. I expect potentially career-high numbers for Russell Wilson this year because the Broncos want to make Russell Wilson happy. And Nathaniel Hackett wants to cater this to Russell Wilson. So while the Broncos have a good running game, I really expect a true balance in this offense come next year. I think this year is going to be all about Russell Wilson. So when we're talking about, I think Russell Wilson's over under for this year is set at 4,100. I like the over there. Uh, he's going to eclipse 30 touchdowns. He's not a guy that throws interceptions. So in terms of fantasy and looking at numbers, big time numbers, I think this is going to be Russ's year where, where he could really have a career year in maybe every single category. And what about that rushing floor? Are we seeing Russ, you know, a little bit more confident, maybe tuck it and running it this year? You know, he had a, a little bit of injury last season, uh, but, you know, is he full go with those legs? You know, people love the, you know, the Konami code QBs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure we're going to see Russ run too much. Now, he still has that in his back pocket, and there's games where he's going to be picking up 40 yards on the ground. But we're not going to see Russ consistently running for 500 yards in this offense. They want to keep Russ in the pocket as much as possible. Now, one of the things that makes Russ great, and maybe he's even the best in the league at, is when he escapes the pocket, how good he is. But the Broncos are really going to try to make sure that when he escapes that pocket, He's throwing the ball, not running the ball, because they really want him to play another decade here. And so they're really going to focus on not using his legs to win games. You mentioned that pocket. How is the line shaping up in Denver? Oh, boy, it is. It's a little shaky. And I really think this offensive line is going to be what carries or breaks this team this year because they have the receivers, even with Tim Patrick being down. They have the running game. They obviously have the quarterback. And I got to say this line, there's pieces of it where you feel okay, like left tackle you feel fine, left guard you feel fine with Dalton Reisner, but the right side of the line, specifically right tackle, is a massive question mark. Right now, the Broncos are working with Calvin Anderson as their right tackle because Billy Turner still isn't fully healthy, and Tom Compton, another guy they brought in to rotate at right tackle, he's on the PUP to start the season, and Calvin Anderson has not been looking good recently. So they've been rotating in Cam Fleming, who would be their fourth or fifth option at right tackle entering this year. So that is something very scary there. That can make Russ be on the move a lot more. So this offensive line, they have talent to be good, uh, but but they've also been pretty shaky here throughout camp. So that that's that's going to be what, what carries this team. Well, we're pocketing that information uh, into one of our biggest decision points. Uh, this is one of the biggest decision points, uh, you know, in all of fantasy. One of the hottest debates out there is Javante Williams going to be worth his current ADP with Melvin Gordon still on the scene and very much involved seemingly, you know, there's been talk of it's going to be a 65-35 split, but it's also been all over the place as high as 70, as low as 55%. You're there on the ground, and you're one of the best in the biz, Zach. Uh, you know, how have these guys looked, and, and what should we expect from Javante and, and Melvin this season? Man, I mean, I think you said it with a couple of words there. Melvin Gordon is going to be very involved. 
that is what is going to happen. Now, Javante Williams is going to be the starting running back, but I kind of expect it to just be flipped from what it was last year. Melvin Gordon was the starter every single game, but one when he wasn't healthy. And yet they split the carries. Literally each running back had 201 carries last year. I expect Javante to be the starter this year, so that part is flipped. But I expect it to be very close to 50-50. Now, I do think Javante ends up getting 55% of the carries. But Melvin Gordon is going to be very, very involved. So I like Javante Williams in a dynasty play because I think he's really going to take over next year and the year after and be that guy. But if you're talking about just for one year drafting him super high, I've even seen him, seen some people saying he's, he's a first-round guy. That scares me just because of how shared this this team is going to be. And also, what you have to remember, one of the things that makes Melvin Gordon great is he is so good in the red zone. He's so good at finding the end zone. If the if this new Broncos coaching staff feels that same way, then you're just going to have points taken off the board from, from Javante in the, in the red zone. As one of the guys more the pass catching back, although I feel like they both have pass catching ability, but you know, from what you've seen is, is one guy maybe more, you know, on that third down role or, or just, you know, Russ's favorite target a little bit more. Yeah, typically you would think that Melvin would be that guy, but I have to say this training camp, it's pretty even uh, as well. So that neither one of them stand out from the other in terms of that. And interestingly enough, you would have said Melvin would have been that guy, but they've really been getting 33 the ball out of the backfield. And what about uh, potentially passing at the goal line in this offense? Uh, I know Hackett, uh, I believe I heard on the radio Hackett's dad, he passed a lot from the goal line. Um, so I don't know, you know, this is like a, <laughs> a heritage narrative, but uh, could have you? are we seeing a lot of, uh, you know, passing at the goal line that could potentially siphon, you know, touchdowns away from either of these guys? Well, Nathaniel Hackett's dad, Paul, has been on the practice field many times throughout training camp and the preseason. And I don't know if that's having an impact on it but i'll tell you what i do think this team is going to pass in the red zone a lot from everything that i've seen they trust russell wilson more than anyone on this team and also russell wilson is nathaniel hackett gives him play calls but ultimately russell wilson is the one that decides what play they're running and russell wilson i think he wants to stick it to the seahawks i think he wants to stick it to the nfl i think he wants a few mvp votes if not to win the mvp and how do you do that well you put up numbers and how do you do that well you pass the ball especially when you're in the red zone or as nathaniel hackett calls it the gold zone so i would expect like I said earlier, Russell Wilson is going to put up numbers, and that's going to come in the red zone. If he puts up numbers, that's going to be great for uh, wide receivers in this room and in our lineups. Cortland Sutton is going ahead of Jerry Judy, but uh, not much further ahead. Uh, and word on the street is that Sutton appears to be Russell's favorite target. This year's Bible narrative, if you would, Zach. Uh, and Jerry <laughs> And Jerry Judy could have been a slight odd man out if Tim Patrick uh, didn't get hurt. KJ Hamler seems to me like he could be a sneaky play as Russ's Tyler Lockett replacement. You know, who's going to be the target hog here? And, you know, how is this going to play out? Yeah, it's a great question. And I would say before Tim Patrick got hurt, two of those three receivers were going to have a very big year, a thousand yards. And the other one may have a, a drop off year or just, you know, 800 yards. But now with Tim Patrick out, all the pressure is on Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy to be big-time players. And honestly, from a fantasy perspective, I like both of them pretty much neck and neck. So if you can get Jerry Judy at more of a value, that's the way I would go. Because I also think Judy has a higher ceiling here. Now, he also has a lower floor. So if you don't want to take a risk, you take Cortland Sutton. If you want it, that higher higher play, 
you go Jerry, Judy, especially if you're in a dynasty league looking forward uh, into the future. And I think both of these guys should absolutely have 1,000-yard seasons. And, and K.J. Handler, you mentioned him. He is the ultimate boom or bust guy on this team. He is the big play threat. Russell Wilson throws a great deep ball. No one can capitalize on that more on this Broncos team than K.J. Hamler. However, he's coming off a brutal injury where he had two major surgeries done in the offseason. He's just starting to fully practice in team periods right now. He has not been a full participant for an entire week of practice yet. So he's someone that that's not going to be full go come week one now he, he, he probably will see the field week one but they're going to slowly work him in so if you can get kj at a value you're really going for a huge boomer bust and, and he's a guy where one week he may get you one point another week he may have 150 yards and two touchdowns but it's all going to be dependent on his health and so far his health is not held up in the nfl what about a guy like seth williams you know if they're gonna throw it in the red zone he's kind of a big body is is he gonna make the team here uh could he be a sneaky 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 play yeah i think you're right sneaky 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 play you're diving in deep here i love it uh seth williams right now i don't have him making this roster uh there's guys like brandon johnson kendall hinton in terms of fantasy plays you can probably get those guys. I, I should say you absolutely can get any of those guys undrafted. Uh, and so maybe one of them starts popping off. But like I said, all of the focus and pressure is going to be on Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and then kind of a mix of these tight ends. Well, let's round to the finish with those tight ends. People are high on Alberto, but it sounds like he's not in the doghouse per se, but has some work to do. People also like Greg Dulcich, but he's still hurt, I believe. Uh, you know, what are we, you know, there's a lot of high hopes for these tight ends in Denver, especially if, you know, it's going to be concentrated on those two wide receivers with Hamler coming along. It sounds like these guys could get targets. What are we expecting from, from these two guys uh, in the tight end room? Man, you know your stuff. You're spot on about the Broncos tight end room. I, and I think you said it perfectly. It's not that Alberto's in the doghouse, but he kind of is. That's exactly how the, this has been in training camp for him because he has not proven that he's he's improved his blocking. And that's something that the Broncos really wanted to see. And they have not seen that yet. We know Alberto, 6'5", 240 pounds, and he runs at 4'4", 940. He can be a very explosive threat on this Broncos offense, but his opportunities are going to be limited. He had great chemistry with Russell Wilson and OTAs and in the offseason. It's kind of come back to earth in training camp. So where I had really high expectations for him coming into camp, those have kind of uh, mellowed out a bit. And Greg Dulcich, the coaching staff, loves him. However, like you said, he's not healthy dealing with the hamstring injury and the hamstrings flared up when he's tried to come back so they're really taking it slow with him if i'm going with the tight end with the broncos i am going to go alberto i'm not going to overdraft him though and if you're looking for a future play greg dulcich is that guy in dynasty leagues just because of how much this coaching staff absolutely loves him i love it uh, zach great stuff i have one final question uh and we're gonna get you out of here but it's a bit of a toughie Okay, I'm gonna make you. Put, I'm gonna make you put yourself out there. Uh, what's your, what's your boldest fantasy prediction for this Broncos team in 2022? Oh boy, I love that question. I'm gonna say Russell Wilson has a career year, and he is someone that you absolutely want on on this team. Like I said, they are going to let Russ cook, and Russ is going to take advantage of that. His numbers should be through the roof this year. 
I love it, Zach. Thank you so much once again. And where can people find all your stuff? I'm over on Twitter at Zach Stevens DNVR. Zach, thank you. Uh, you know, you are one of the best in the biz and I love speaking with you and uh, I, I see you up and down the timeline. People are loving your reporting. So I think that's awesome. And I keep doing what you're doing because people love it and we need it, Zach. We need it. Oh, hey, I really appreciate that. That means so much. And I love being on this. All right. Thanks, Zach. And uh, have a great season. Right on. You too. Thank you. Russell Wilson is going to cook. You are now dialed in.